Hello. This is episode four of the Wealth and Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Hessling Jr., and I'm hoping you're having a great day. So today we're just going to kind of review uh, the chapters and kind of a summary of what's chapter four. It's called Bringing It All Together. When I started writing or thinking about this book about four years ago, many of these terms and topics weren't very common, but as we see with sleep and even gut biotics, um, they become very trendy. So when we talk about eating less, I think the notion is we're all there because we look in the mirror and we just, we don't like what we see, right? I mean, unless you're already chiseled and hardcore, well, age takes its toll. And in the book, uh, chapter one, I talk about kind of a standard measure, which is called body mass index or BMI. And that's just kind of a an old measurement that kind of takes your height and weight and puts you into some categories. It's a, it's a single measurement. It's kind of like maybe stepping on the scale. Um, just gives you a, a, a little guidance. Where are you in terms of norms? Now, there's a lot of uh, criticism and concern today because companies and health plans are using BMI for performance criteria or adjustments to premiums. Uh, And there's some new data that suggests that, well, you can have a very high BMI but really be somewhat theoretically healthy, as some people say, a fat healthy. I don't know if really being a fat healthy makes sense, but... If we look at metabolic profiles, a person can be overweight, maybe have a high BMI, but still have healthy cholesterol, triglycerides. But, you know, we just want to use it as a, as a reference point, right? I mean, you look in the mirror, you step on the scales. Are you 180 of chiseled muscle or are you 180 of you got a tire and you got a little bit of cottage cheese on your thighs, Right. So that's kind of why we're looking at losing weight, and that's kind of where eating less comes in, right? Because it really comes down to the dynamic of how much energy, calories, is your body using, and how much are you eating, right? Is that an equal uh, relationship, or are you eating more calories, which means it's just being stored? And when we want to lose weight, well, that equation has to be in the opposite direction in which you're not having as many calories coming in as you're using or you're burning. So this gets to the calorie in versus calorie out. It kind of gets to the the new concept, well, a calorie are all different, right? Calorie, cal- all calories are not the same. Well, really, if you look at their dynamic, thermodynamics of calories, a calorie is a calorie. Now, the issue that doesn't get brought up with this discussion is the efficiency of how some foods might be broken down or utilized within individuals, right? Now, if I take 100 calories of food X, I might process that differently than my wife or my friends or someone who is a cancer patient or someone who is on a lot of different drugs, right? And that's kind of why you got to look at the food density or the caloric density of the foods you eat in your diet. Uh, lettuce, right? Or very high-dense foods like the 
broccolis and, and the cauliflowers versus the refined sugars. Another example of how and why losing weight is so beneficial is the new new data about bariatric surgery, you know, gastric bypass surgery. Phenomenal results of individuals who go through that surgery. And in most cases, besides shedding tremendous amounts of body weight and body fat, but we've had instances where these individuals who are at at diabetic or pre-diabetic situations are now diabetes-free. The pancreas has has kicked in. We're kicking out the insulin. The muscles are using the sugars. And now we have this whole metabolic profile that has just turned this person's life and eventual health outcomes completely around. So when we talk about eating less, reduce your calories, be disciplined, be responsible. Don't just take the the ideology of, oh yeah, I'm going to eat as much as I want because what the heck, society's going to pay for it or cover it. Well, now we're learning that that's not the case. So find a diet you like, whether it's a scripted program or one of the meal replacement studies. Just find something that you use and you use consistently. And I'm pretty darn sure You'll have great success. But remember, it's in the long term. You know, we talk about more sleep, and hopefully you're trying to get more sleep. I know I do. Uh, you know, we, it always doesn't happen, uh, but it's something that you need to strive for. And by gosh, sleep has become very trendy. You know, now we see newspaper articles on sleep. Actually, there was one in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, there's an insert in the newspaper with all the dis- the sleep distributors, sleep mattress distributors, Ariana Huffington's really big on it now. I think she's she's hooked up with one of the sleep mattresses to kind of blend the whole better sleep concept. It's amazing what happens if you're tired and you do a face plant kind of as a wake up call about whoa, I better change some things in my life, and that's kind of what I think the story is with. Uh, Ariana Huffington and her her new revelation about why she's changed her life. Perhaps uh, listening to her and reading my book, you won't have to have such a, a bad fate. But, you know, getting sleep is very important, you know. And besides the quantity of sleep, it's the quality of sleep, right? I mean, you can have a long sleep period, but if it's broken up into little segments, it's just not going to be very beneficial, so how do you achieve it? Having a good mattress uh, really is beneficial. I'm not getting any paid endorsements here, but having a good mattress and re- replacing mattresses when they do need to be replaced is important. Uh, temperature is important. Some really good articles and data coming out about cooler temperatures at night really helps set the body into a much better sleep state, right? Anyone ever been in a sweltering, clammy uh, evening time, laying in bed, you're just roasting, your body's like going, I I can't go to sleep. So work on temperature. What are your pre-bedtime rituals, right? Are you jacked up exercising? Are you watching some crazy, scary, or detective show so your body's charged? Well, if you go lay down, I can... Be positive that you are not going to get a good night's sleep. 
So work on your bedtime rituals, right? Work on the soothing light. Work on some beverages that uh, maybe help hydrate you. Maybe some of the nice calming tea. Just kind of get into a ritual of slowing your body down. There's uh, new data that talks about mood and how mood can impact your sleep, right? I mean, if you're grouchy and you're grinding your teeth about something your spouse said or your kids said or one of your coworkers said, you are not going to have a good sleep and you're going to wake up in a very sour disposition. As my dad used to say, Robert, did you get up on the wrong side of the bed? And it took me a long time to figure out what that meant, but... By gosh, I think you want to get out on the right side of the bed, energized, happy, creative, and ready to go. So really look into the sleep. <clears throat> Don't forget about the impact of taking naps. They are beneficial. Slowing down is in Chapter 3 and just kind of bringing everything together. Uh, mindfulness seems to be a very trendy topic. Uh, there's some new data out uh, about how mindfulness can just kind of help you work on the glucose regulation. So it's very, very beneficial using yoga to help get you there. Breathing exercise, I posted on LinkedIn uh, some data out of Wisconsin where they're using breathing exercises to help warriors overcome their post-traumatic syndrome. Um, gut bacteria has become very popular. Uh, you know, probiotics, prebiotics, uh, there's a nice study out of Oxford talking about, really, you want your gut to kind of be in competition because it's your gut that helps keep everything working smoothly, right? It helps you digest the food, helps you protect the pathogens. So I think all you need to do is go travel or get one of those noviruses and you really understand how important having a good gut health really is. So it's something you got to work at. The Army is looking at gut health now with their warfighter programs. They're realizing that when we send these troops across time zones, that not only do we get uh, sleep, uh, sleep lag, uh, jet lag, but we also get changes in the impact on the gut biota. And if, if you see in uh, Chapter 2, I talk about some researchers in mouse models where they take jet-lagged mice, take some of the intestinal contents and put in normal mice, and lo and behold, some of the normal mice start having the same effects as the jet-lagged mice, and it's just because there's a change in that microbiome, the environment inside your gut. So very critical. Uh, bring it all together, you know, Get on the scales, calculate your BMI, track it down. If you're going to start exercising, make sure you check with your healthcare practitioner. Make sure there's not something that's hidden that you don't know about. Maybe start walking. Maybe start doing the stairs. Start using some of the programs that are on YouTube, the yoga, uh, just some of the exercises that are out there. There's really enough, inform enough information. Just go tap into it. And why we're going here, as I'm going to share with you next time and thereafter, is if you take care of your health, you're going to have a lot more wealth. You're going to have better outcomes so that you're not spending money on prescriptions, out-of-pockets, travel time to the 
the doctor or uh, maybe having a chronic illness that then takes you out of the workforce and now you've got lower wages which impact future benefits. There is a time, there is a place that this is going to be critical. Stick around. I want to bring it all to you in the Wealth and Wellness podcast. If you got some ideas or you want to hear about something, go ahead, check me out. Uh, Eat Less and Sleep More on my Facebook page. Uh, We're having a great time, and I just want to make sure you all know that we're on Amazon. You can get my book either as a digital or you can get it in print. And I thank everyone who's been buying it and giving me good good, uh, comments because that's kind of what any author really likes is a little feedback. So hopefully you're having a great time, enjoying the material, and make sure you stay tuned. This is Robert Heslink, Wealth and Wellness. Thank you very much, and have a great day.